fucking and fucking and fucking, fucking and fucking, fucking and fucking. I fucked it till the bitch started coming. I stuck it in a ear, stuck it in a ear. I kept on fucking and fucking and fucking, fucking and fucking, fucking and fucking. I fucked it till the bitch started coming. I stuck it in a ear, stuck it in a ear. I kept on fucking and fucking and fucking, fucking and fucking, fucking and fucking. What the fuck is up? Welcome to the Constant State of Annoyance podcast. I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. Listen to this mute that I just so happened to capture. Experience this shit, dude. That beautiful isn't that this song is truly truly a song that me and my pelvis could definitely get along to dude we could definitely because i have a goofy pelvis dude i have a very very goofy like sexual not lifestyle i'm not gonna say that my sexual lifestyle is goofy but the way the things that turn me on are goofy i like goofy shit dude i don't like it when songs want to present you know like romance or sex or like ooh, do you want to fornicate ah, this is a sexual song you know what i mean i hate that shit dude ah, i am annoying like can we just get down to how goofy sex is dude goof fucking sex is the most goofiest weirdest inkling that we all want to do dude we all base some some of us some of of the less conscious of us base our whole entire existence around this one goofy activity, dude, where I just want to, uh, and your hoo-ha, dude, where I just want to, like, base it, dude. That's all we want to do. Men, the only thing that men want to do, the, the thing that constantly consumes us is basting women, dude, is stuffing you up and seasoning you, dude, seasoning your insides with my goo. With my life sauce. That's what life is all about, dude. And it's a goofy thing, dude. Sucking on your nipples is a goofy thing. You're going, uh, it's all goofy, dude. It really is. But, like, all these songs want to, like, over... I guess... Not over romance. Because romance is beautiful and all. You know, like, you liking someone. You know? Me giving you some flowers me giving you some chocolates taking you somewhere but i think something that's truly important to romance is that like sexual tension you know like you going what makes a romantic dinner romantic right is that i really just want to rip your clothes off dearly deeply but before that we're going to spend some time together but what i truly want to be doing is like ripping your clothes off and trying to fit your both titties in my mouth. Like that's what I truly want to do when I'm out out on a date. Like that's the end game, right? That that that's the whole point of this. But you know, but you if you if you really master the art of just, you know, being in the moment, truly trying to appreciate things for what they are, you know, and not like doing things to get from point A to point B, you know. Just enjoy the journey, dude. Enjoy the car. You know, I shit on car people a lot. But they truly, like, I like I truly hate car people. I hate how loud their speakers are. I hate how, how much of a ruckus their motors make. You know, the fact that they install, oh, god damn, my laptop just went out. I hate how they install 
you know, these, what are they called? These mufflers just to make their shitty $2,000 car go louder unnecessarily, dude. Like, fix your car. Have a nice car. I, but and at the same time, if that's what you enjoy, that's what you enjoy, dude. You know? And for them, their car isn't a means to the end, dude. Their car is the destination. They can enjoy a drive. They enjoy the journey, you know? And I guess, like, being able to enjoy a date and not be overly... I guess not overly focusing on the banging part is pretty nice. And I guess that's nice. But my whole point is that like songs about sex, you know, they try to like, because sex is overrated. Let's be honest. Like it is, it is a goofy thing. It is this beautiful, you know, like, and it's beautiful when I haven't came yet. You know, that first fucking that produces that first, oh, like that's a nice one. After that, it just becomes a chore. It becomes, you know, it truly is overrated. It's fun, but after a certain point, it's overrated. And I and I see all these songs, dude, all most of the songs on the fucking Billboard 200 is about this one activity that humans happen to do you know this one activity that you know thanks to this activity we have all of these human innovations that we have because we are so much there are so many humans on this planet you know thanks to all the fucking that's been going dude you know and we are the only being you know for what we know right now, maybe dolphins are self-conscious, but we are the only being on this planet that are self-conscious. We're self-conscious of our own mortality or although we constantly do things, we constantly do things to hide the fact that we're going to die someday. Ooh, we are the masters in that shit, dude. We truly are. But we are self-aware creatures, you know, and some of us do more than others and some of us truly contribute and, you know, make the world a better place, you know? But sex is completely overrated, you know, like what what sex does, like the primordial reason for sex is nice. The fact that we keep on reproducing, we keep us this amazing species of animals alive. I'm sorry. I'm a human supremacist. I am a fuck all the other animals. I am a 100% a human supremacist, dude. When I saw Harambe get shot, I smiled. I was happy. I don't care if a silverback gorilla, you know, is an animal that's about to go extinct, that's about to disappear from the planet. It's not my fault that silverback gorillas didn't figure out fire. Fuck you for not figuring out fire. It's not my problem that silverback gorillas didn't fucking figure out how to use tools. They didn't develop their minds. It's not my fucking issue, dude. It's not my problem that all the rest of the animals are fucking retarded. That's not my problem. I'm sorry. You know, yes, I, I get the whole let's recycle. Let's try to leave a smaller carbon footprint on the earth. Right. Let's try to, you know, we're not the only ones that are living in this planet. Let's try to make it a good time for all the other animals. Fine, dude. Don't litter, whatever, etc., etc. Right. But you can only do that to a fucking point, dude. You know, like pandas are about to go extinct, dude. Pandas don't want to fuck. Pandas, they, I think pandas may be self-conscious, dude. They, they look at the world around them. They're like, yeah, nah, we're not doing this, dude. I'm just going to eat bamboo. 
you know, tumble down hills. That's all that pandas do, apparently, according to the videos that I see. They're constantly tumbling down hills. They're constantly failing at committing suicide, these dumb fucking bamboo-filled pandas. <laughs> you know, these fucking adorable dumb bears, dude. Do pandas attack? Are pandas vicious? I don't even think they want to defend themselves. I think they truly want to commit suicide, dude. These suicidal, adorable creatures, dude, don't want to fuck. And then us humans, you know, because we're, just, we're constantly trying to create a world, you know, after the images that our mind projects. We're constantly trying to, you know, put our imagination or like instill into the world the way that we view that the world should be. So we get the pandas to fuck, you know, we're jerking them off, fingering, you know, the female pandas with the male panda cum. I don't know how the fuck that thing works. I don't know how the fuck they get pandas to reproduce. Maybe they give them Viagras. Maybe they give them blue chews. I don't know what the fuck they're doing to make these pandas fuck. I don't know, man. Maybe they're like building, it's not a stilt. What's the word that I'm, I, I don't know what the word is, but maybe they're taking the, the dicks of the pandas and they are like duct taping twigs to it so it can like stay up and then like forcefully fucking the female pan. I don't know what they're doing, but it's uh, it's just annoying, dude. Pandas don't want to fuck. Pandas realize that fucking sex is overrated. You know they do. They do. We're the best human. We're the we're the best. We're not we're not the best human. You know. I mean, unless if there's aliens that were once human and they evolved and now they mastered time travel, then we're not the best humans. But we are. The best species on this planet. We are, dude. I'm sorry. And if pandas don't want to fuck, fuck it. Leave the earth. Leave. You are not worthy. Leave the earth, dude. Silverback gorillas couldn't figure it out. Leave the earth. You know? <laughs> My whole point is that, like, we are the best fucking species, dude. And fucking is, like, the primordial thing. And maybe, maybe the CIA. I'm not saying this is true, but this is just me having some fun with these ideas. Maybe the CIA is paying all these artists or they manipulate the music market. They manipulate the music market to get all these cheesy, you know, over-romantification over, over of sex songs, you know, the over-romantification of sex in songs, all these songs that like, you know, they're like, oh, ooh, you touch my back or whatever the fuck. I can't even think of it. I don't even listen to that music. I stay away from that genre of music because it bores me. It's annoying, dude. It's annoying. You ever tried to listen to those like overly, you know, central songs after you come? You're like, ugh, whatever, dude. Next. I'm bored. Sex is overrated. It's not everything, dude. It truly isn't everything. <laughs> I think that's my original point. I went down this like human supremacist angle, but my whole point is that sex is overrated, dude. You know, there's a point where it just becomes boring and then you just start doing weird shit. You know, you start doing... You start venturing off into different sexual areas. I've been recently eating ass. That's what I've been doing really recently. <laughs> I've <laughs> I've been recently consuming a lot of butt, dude. I've been dumpster diving. I've been dumpster diving. I've been motorboating dumpsters lately, dude. Just getting that garbage water all over my face, dude. Letting the garbage water sit on my mustache so I could take a whiff of it throughout the whole day while I have my mask on. Eating ass and then wearing a mask, 
dude. Like eating ass in a car and then wearing a mask, that's not going to fly. That does you, you I can't do that. You can't do that anymore, dude. The government is suppressing my my right to secretly eat ass in my SUV in the parking lot of the mall, right? I can't eat ass in a parking lot of the mall and then go shopping with ass on my mustache because if I wear the face mask is just an intolerable and possible experience dude i can't fucking do it you know <laughs> i can't go dumpster diving in my own car which you're not supposed to but if you don't get caught it's not illegal like that's that that's really the legal system look as long as you don't get caught you're fine just don't get caught you know <laughs> don't get caught by the mall cops you know that are clearly bored out of their mind dude like i stated in the last episode they're clear dude the fucking malls have mall cops holding signs dude they have the mall cops holding signs saying stuff like hey you can't be six feet less than six feet apart of your fellow human being you have to keep distance dude spread out sparse out motherfuckers you know and obviously Thank God there aren't any mall cops taking their job way too seriously, you know? Like, they don't have, like, measuring tape, dude, and tasing people who are, like, five feet apart instead of six feet apart. At least they're not doing that. But, you know, they're bored. So if you're so if you're eating ass, dude, in a parking lot of a mall, you know, since mall cops have been holding signs for four hours, I, I'm guessing that those, like, those shifts, like, okay, you get to, you know, let's say that the mall cops work eight hours a day. Or maybe, you know, they, like, rotate shifts, okay? For four hours, I'm going to hold the sign. And then after holding a sign for four hours, you want to do some shit, dude. You want to bust some people. You want to bust some people trying to make love, dude. Trying to express how much heart warmth they feel for one another by eating each other's bungholes in an SUV at the mall parking lot. And they're like constantly vigilant, dude. They're very vigilant because they're bored. But again, you know, even before the pandemic, I mean... Even if they weren't vigilant, I'm sorry. Even if the mall cops weren't vigilant, I can't do that because I have to wear a mask in your goddamn establishment and then just smell ass. Like, eating ass, it's an interesting concept. I've been truly trying to think about this all week because nothing else has been going on in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> nothing else. It's I, Only two things have happened this week, dude. That I've eaten a lot of ass this week and existentialism. Existentialism. Just pure, unadulterated existentialism, just constantly questioning myself, who I am, what am I going to do with my life? You know, it's been one year after the pandemic and I've been freaking the fuck out. It's been one year after the pandemic and I've been just, I don't know who I am anymore, dude. I just don't, I just have no idea who I am, you know, in the sense that my life, the person that I was, the person that I used to be, you know, before all this bullshit happened, you know, before they had to shut everything down to protect the, the fat and the old or whatever. Maybe not. Maybe the virus is as deadly as they say. But I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm not even looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the game GameStop stock numbers. No one cares anymore. Everyone stopped caring. Everyone literally just stopped caring. It's just weird, you know. It's been one year since the pandemic, and and I just you know I used to do stand up every day or every week, not every day. But there were some weeks where where I would do it like four times. A week, I was getting good at it. I was perfecting my craft. And the thing with stand-up, it truly fucks you up. This is because I'm in a unique position right now. Stand-up is something that truly fucks you up because when you do it, you get instant gratification. You know? You write something before getting up on stage. You write an angle. You write like an, ex an extra punchline or an extra... I don't even know what it's called anymore. I don't even know what doing stand-up is anymore, dude. Something I haven't done in a long time. An extra tagline. You just add some things to your set, right? 
and you can test it immediately. You test it immediately and you see that it works. You know, when you when you truly kill doing stand up, dude, it's like nothing else lives up to it, dude. You know? Like you know, and the thing is also it gives you a type of certainty to yourself if you're killing, of course. If you're bombing, well, you, you you're gonna feel all existentialists and you know, you're you're not gonna know who you are or if you should actually be doing stand up or whatever. But but when you do kill, it's like, okay, I'm doing something right. You know? The goal was to make this room of people laugh, and I made them laugh, and they're laughing a lot. They're laughing hardly. They're truly enjoying themselves because of the things that I thought. So maybe I, I am cut out for this, or I am maybe, that, you know, this is what you think. And, I've, and I was doing that. I was down that, you know, I, I was playing this movie in my head constantly for three years, ever since I started doing stand-up. That I was, oh, that, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. This is, this is, you know, I know it's inconceivable. I know it's something that's probably impossible and it's never going to happen. But it's something that I have to at least attempt. It's something that I have to at least try, you know. I want to go out, I want to experience new things, and I want to, you know, I want to write down these experiences and translate into stand-up and try to make people laugh. I want to, you know, I want to live my life, you know, and report my life back on stage and just have fun. Just enjoy this existence, dude. Just enjoy this existence. Not, not be another fucking rusty cog in the machine, dude. Not be just another pissed off, rusty cog in the machine. I don't want to be someone whose whole life is just, you know, just... Constantly staring at the clock of his job and going, <sighs> you know, I don't want to be that sissy for 35 years, you know, for 35 years. So when you're old, you don't have to work that hard. You just stare at a clock and you go <sighs> for 35 fucking years, five days a week, dude. You know, you're at some job you don't like. I just don't want to be stuck in a situation I don't like. I don't want to fucking just waste my years away. And bullshit. So I was doing that. I was doing it. I was getting on stage as much as possible. I was writing. I was fucking trying. I was trying. I was doing something. And I felt like I had something. Maybe I didn't have anything. Who the fuck knows? But the pandemic hit. So then, you know, bye-bye stand-up. Bye-bye. It's gone. You know, the main positive feedback that I was receiving in my life stripped away from me boo-hoo george who cares i know but this is just what i've been thinking about lately that and eating ass you choose you choose you choose the thing that you want on this fucking episode i'm just pissed i'm angry i'm, I'm just I've, I've been losing my mind and you know my main positive you know the main positive feedback that i was receiving in my life the one thing the the main pat on the back of my ego the constant good job george that I was receiving by going on stage and making, making people laugh. Stripped away. Stripped away from me. Gone. And it's been one year. It's been one fucking year since I've had that. And I'm going to be honest. I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't even know what the fuck. You know, I'm stuck in my house all day. It's either this or working some shitty job where I'm just staring at the clock and going, I hate everything. Just being some miserable fuck, dude, making no money. It's like, what the, what the fuck do I even do? Who the fuck am I, dude? The main thing that I had, I had this beautiful, precious thing that I fucking loved, dude. That I fucking adored, you know? My main bitch was stand-up comedy, dude. And now my main bitch is in a coma, you know? It's like if you're dating a chick, you know, imagine. Ima if, if, if you don't have a dream and you, and you don't really understand what I'm talking about, imagine like your first, imagine the first, your first girlfriend, dude. Your first 
pimple-faced girlfriend in seventh grade, eighth grade, I don't know. But it was your, like your first girlfriend, dude. She was covered in pimples, dude, greased the fuck out. Whenever you caressed her face, you felt like you were squeezing a pepperoni pizza. You know those greasy, fake-faced fucks, dude, that you would encounter in middle school? You were probably one yourself. I wasn't a greasy-faced fuck, but I did, dude. I, I would grow like singular ginormous pimples. I didn't have them all spread around me, dude. I didn't look like a fucking lasagna, but I was, you know, I was not a lasagna though. What, 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 you know, you do look like a pepperoni pizza, but you look like someone, you really look like a pizza with no cheese or with like sparse cheese. You ever made yourself a pizza and you were running low on cheese, that's what some people would look like. <laughs> it would honestly look like, you know, they were going to make a pizza, they had the dough, they had the sauce, they said, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And they just didn't quantify how much cheese they have. Well, that's what people in middle school look like. And you probably dated one of these people, and you would caress their faces, dude, and you could fucking smell, dude. You could fucking smell the proactive from feet, feet away, dude. You could just smell them, dude. Oh, man. Dude, those proactive... Dude, the taste of proactive after you were making out was gorgeous, dude. was gorgeous. I mean, and their face, truly, they were constantly secreting lube, dude. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe with how greasy their face was, maybe you could, like, wipe your finger on their face, try to get it lubed up and finger them. Maybe you could have done that. I never tried that because I didn't have the guts back then. But, like, but even if this person was some, like, pimple-faced loser, you know, they were, they were constantly excreting pus and tears, you know, because they were back in purity, people were emotional back then, you know, you would cry over any tiny little detail, you love this person, this was your first love, and, and your first love always feels different, dude, it's like the first time you're vulnerable, it's the first time you expose yourself to someone, you truly believe, you know, you truly believe all of the fairy tales, that are told, that our society, you know, tells us constantly about life, you know, you believe in the fairy tales, I believed in the fairy tales, you know, when it came to my first love, that, oh, this is, you know, this is a pure feeling, you know, this is the most important thing ever, and it did feel like the most important thing ever, your first girlfriend, and in hindsight, your first girlfriend truly feels like a waste of time, you're like, oh man, I fucked that one up, oh, I was too emotional, oh, I wasn't fucking, you know, emotionally mature enough to maneuver that relationship correctly, but whatever, you know, now I'm older and I know that, you know, that that relationship doesn't matter, but in that, in that moment, it felt like it was your everything, you know, I remember that first breakup, that first girlfriend, it was everything, it was everything I had, and that's what stand-up feels like, truly, like my first real love and it's been taken away from me, you know, stand up has been in a coma and I just don't even know who I am. I don't even know what to do anymore. You know, I don't know. Like I'm supposed to psych myself out, dude, the same way that I would feel when I just destroyed on stage, dude, and made a fucking crowd of 50, sometimes 70 people laugh, sometimes 70, you know, but it was mostly like 30 in the 30 ranges. If I'm being positive, you know, 20, 15, right? But, you know, I'd make people laugh and it was fun. I had so much fucking fun, dude. It was like this one thing that I loved more than everything. And now it's just a whole year, dude, without it. And like, and you know, and, I, and I've tried to replace it. I've tried to replace stand-up with fucking sketches. But, you know, I'll put hours, dude, like 20 hours, 30 hours into a sketch to, you know, to then 
then I have to like try to pretend to be psyched out over 21 likes, you know, it's like, it's not the same thing. And I do put the same love and passion into like doing sketches and what, but it's like, like, is, there's no fucking point. There's no point to any of this. I just, I just don't know. I, I, I just don't see it taking me anywhere anymore. The same way that stand up did. So I'm just at this, this weird, I'm 24. I live in my mom's house. I, I'm just so miserable, dude. I'm so miserable, you know. And whenever I go outside, you have to wear a mask, I have to socially distance. It's just miserable to go outside. It's miserable in my house. It's miserable outside. I just, I feel so, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel so restricted of everything, dude. Like everything was taken away from me, dude. Like I'm constantly, you know, I go out, I'm washing my hands. I'm fucking over preoccupied by fucking bacteria, dude. These microscopic beings that I cannot see, dude. It's fucking... It's schizophrenic to a certain point, dude. You know? I'm constantly holding myself back, you know, because I'm afraid of these tiny, microscopic, you know, evil creatures that want to crawl up, crawl up my mom's nose and kill her. Because it's not me. I'm not afraid of, of dying of COVID, dude. Fuck it, dude. I'm a little cocky about my immune system. I've talked about that before. But it's like, what am I going to do, you know? It's just annoying, dude. I've, I've been repressing myself. I've been repressing myself of bacteria for this whole year. So fuck it. I guess, you know, when you repress something, sometimes you just break through that repressant and, you know, you go and you pig out. And that's why I've been eating ass, dude. I've been eating ass because I've been suppressing myself from bacteria, dude, for this whole year, suppressing myself from not only joy, but from bacteria. So I just decided to go dumpster diving, dude. I've been going dumpster diving. <laughs> and it's not even dumpster diving if I really think about the analogy. Because you're not, you're not licking the dumpster. You're licking the chute, right? If we put the scenario in like an, an apartment complex, you know that chute where, you know, all the people that live in the apartment throw the dumpster down. You are licking the rim of that chute where the dumpster falls down, dude. And you're just you know, getting hydrated by, by garbage water. And <laughs> but of course, you know, there's ways where you can like dumpster dive, you know, there's ways where you could eat ass and not have any long-term, you know, ramifications for eating ass. You could do it in a safe way, dude. And that's something that they do not teach you in health class, dude. They really don't. So I'm going to teach it to you. Whatever. How many minutes do I have left? I have a couple minutes left. I already, you know, dropped my emotional load on any anyone listening to this episode. So let's try to be funny and talk about eating ass. <laughs> or whatever the fuck I'm supposed to be fucking funny. <laughs> I don't know. My, uh, let me just close the this whole existential rant and say I haven't been okay. I just, I haven't been fine. <laughs> I have been... Bad tripping, dude. I've been going down these weird mental rabbit holes, and I've and, and all the only thing that that have that has come out of that of these terrible mental rabbit holes is just self hate. You know, it's something I have to work on. I'm not in tip top fucking shape mentally. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. I just, I, just, I, ah oh man, just this whole thing fucking sucks, dude. This whole thing fucking sucks. But yeah, step one, dude, if you want to eat ass, if you want to eat ass, by the way, this is what I do. This is my game, right? Because like I said before, when I've prefaced all of this 
episode with is that romance is beautiful. You know, it's not like sex is overrated, but the romance, I think one thing that's pretty beautiful about sex is like the romantical interpretation that we tie to sex. So, you know, obviously if you want to eat ass, I think the best way to eat ass is to just like suppress it dude so take your girlfriend out on a date of course the best way to eat ass is in the shower eat ass in the shower if it's your first time dude it's 100% clean fuck it just you know put a bar of soap as far as it could possibly go and just whatever dude clean it clean the area that you want to eat dude then put your mouth on it and you're going to notice oh this is just another body part this is just another body part with a lot of stigma attached to it you know just another body part and it's fun. It's fun because it's naughty. Ooh, you're not supposed to do that, you know? And I like, when I like eating ass, I don't like that much. You know, I the way I like eating ass, I like my ass seasoned the same way as white women like seasoning chicken. Like, I want almost no seasoning. Just a pinch of something, dude. Just a pit, like, just be like, because I like eating ass in the shower, but I also like you, you know... I don't know. I I want you to have some of your natural flavors infused inside your crack. Like, I'm not saying I want, like, the forehead sweat to fall, you know, behind your ears to then, like, fall behind behind your neck to, to then that forehead sweat dripping down, making this ginormous long journey to just fall into your ass crack. And then I let that marinate for one whole hour. That's not what I'm talking about. Although some back, I don't know. I'm not even talking about back sweat. Maybe just like, I like my ass seasoned with like a couple of droplets of lower back sweat. Just a little, just a, just a, just a pinch of that. Just a tiny, just a, a little sneeze just a little sneeze of that dude just a little you know if i had if i could season a butt right with like lower back sweat if i had a spray bottle filled with lower back back sweat just like half of a pump just like half of a you know that's how i like it i like you to have like i don't know just let it marinate for a little while. I don't want it 100% fresh, you know, from like farm to table. I like farm to table to like a little bit of packaging. Just a little bit of packaging and then I unwrap it and eat it. That's how I like eating ass. I like taking clothes off. That's one thing that's like completely underrated. That's underrated as fuck. Taking clothes off is just like the funnest part of sex. You know, I get turned on by just like, you know, it's like an unboxing of a human being. Taking clothes off is like an unboxing of a human being, dude. I like unboxing. I really like unboxing, dude. If you really think about it, striptease porn videos are basically like unboxing videos. I truly like unboxing human beings to then eat their bungholes. That's what, that's what I like doing. I truly enjoy that. You know, but I like taking a woman on a date before eating her ass. I, I think that's just just my whole point, just to get just to get some just some seasoning on it. But it's like slight seasoning, like we're going on a quick date. We're going on a quickie to go eat ass, right? So if you're going to go and take a chick on a date, what do you take? What do you take her? Like if if your sole objective is to eat ass, where are you going to take this woman? You know, where what establishment can I take you to? That's not really going to interfere. With what my intentions are later, which is to, you know, 
lock lips with your with the rim of your asshole, dude. You know. So obviously you're not gonna take her to Golden Corral. <laughs> you know, you don't take a chick to Taco Bell. You don't eat ass after eating two beefy five layer burritos, dude. You can't go and eat ass after a chick just while a chick is breaking down 10 layers of Taco Bell burritos, dude. Two five layer burritos, two beefy five layer burritos, dude. Those are 10 beefy layers of burrito that she has tasked her digestive system into turning into poop. And that is that 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 is a lot of work. You know, you have to care about a chick's digestive system. You know, if you're going to eat ass, dude, you can't fucking. So you have to find a perfect place to eat. So what is that going to be? Where is that going to go? You know, where are you going to go? The best place to take a chick on a little date before eating ass is to go and take her out to get an acai bowl. That's what acai bowls are for, dude. Acai bowls, they're expensive as fuck. You know, they're $10 worth of an assortment of fruits that you usually don't eat. I don't eat blueberries. I don't eat raspberry on a daily basis because blueberries and raspberries, at least in Puerto Rico, are fucking expensive, dude. They will take a ginormous chunk out of your wallet. And I guess that's why these acai bowls are 10 bucks. But I think the main reason why you, and you always see, you always see couples eating acai bowls. You never see someone eating an acai bowl alone. It's always couples. It's always a guy and a girl, maybe two guys. Women love acai bowls. I don't know what it is. I like acai bowls, but I, I, I barely eat them because they're so expensive. But if I'm going to eat ass, I'm going to take you to eat an acai bowl. You're going to eat an acai bowl. I want you in most places, most aside places are outside, you know, we're sitting under an umbrella on a bench. You're going to get some sun, you know, I'm going to get you to release some sweat, dude, you know, marinate slightly that ass crack just a little bit, just a hint of sweat. You're going to eat that aside bowl and your stomach is not going to go through, you know, it's not going to be a rigorous task for your digestive system to turn a sigh into poop so you're not going you know to risk getting farted on you don't fart after eating a sigh it's one of those one of those rare foods that you just eat and you just don't fart you don't fart when you eat a sigh and it's great so that's like that is the number one i'm going to eat ass food that you should take in like if you're going to eat ass at let's say the afternoon midday dude start off your day eating some acai dude the person whose ass is going to be and should eat some acai dude don't you dare eat a fucking pepperoni pizza dude don't you dare go out eating a meat lover's personal pizza hut pizza don't fucking do that if you know i'm gonna eat your ass if you know that's down and by the way, to all the ladies out there, if you, if you're going on like a, a tiny date, but it's really a fuck date, you know, I'm just sprinkling some, some activities before fucking you for four hours, you know, in a motel. Let me tell you, if I take you and I, and I haven't eaten your ass prior to this, maybe I've talked about it. Maybe I've like grazed my finger on your ass. Maybe, maybe, 
you know we're all bored dude this is a pandemic sex has become sex is overrated so why not just like eat some ass you know why not fucking challenge my my immune system you know and just eat ass just to see how it protects myself just to see how i don't get e coli so i can say to myself oh yeah i still got it oh yeah i could expose myself to bacteria infested materials i could be in situations where there are a lot of bacteria and i'm going to come out of that situation unscathed not sick healthy so i you know i like challenging my immune system and i think that's one thing dude one thing and i don't know the cdc hasn't said this but if you truly want to keep on challenging your immune system while at the same time protecting yourself like covid eating ass is the best way to challenge your your immune system dude it's the way to fucking go (laughs) but my whole point is dude if i take you out to either side and i haven't eaten your ass before trust me i'm gonna try i'm sorry i'm just gonna try (laughs) But it's the best food to eat, dude. No one who's eating a side, dude, is not going to eat ass, dude. That's the point of eating a side. That, maybe a salad. A salad is a good food if you're going to go out and eat ass. Maybe sushi. Maybe sushi. Maybe. <laughs> but don't go out eating Mexican food. It's not only that. Even if you're going to have sex, I-, I couldn't eat Taco Bell, dude. I couldn't fucking munch down 20 layers of beefy burritos, dude. You know? And then while I'm banging you, dude, my stomach's just going, you know, or maybe, maybe I could, maybe I could eat, fuck it. I'll eat 25 layers of beefy burritos, dude. You know, I'm going to have my tummy bubbling, dude. And then I'm going to rest my tummy on your clit, dude. And maybe that will provide some stimulation. Maybe there's an angle here that I'm not fucking seeing. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, dude, if you're going to eat ass, dude. You're going to eat a sigh. That's just, I think that's the best place to, to go. You know, if you and, you know, maybe, maybe you're gay and you haven't figured this one out. I see a lot of gay people eating a sigh and that's okay, dude. That's okay. That's the hole that, 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 that you're going to pleasure. That's the hole that you're attracted to, you know, but I like having the options. I guess, I guess I like having the options. <laughs> Although if there were like 10 holes to fuck. Life would be, I don't know, just so many categories of porn, so many things that you could do. It's just too much, man. It's just too much. What I am hoping, right? I don't know if there are aliens out there. I'm not sure if aliens exist. No, fuck it. You know what? No, I know. There's no way that aliens don't exist. There's no way that the universe is so ginormous. There's so there's so many fucking planets. I, if I had, dude, my laptop just turned off right now. Where's my phone? I want to Google how many planets there are in the world. Oh, look, I have my phone on me. Okay, give me a second. This is really unprofessional of me. Let me see. How many planets are there in the world? That's what I want to know. How many planets are there? Let's see. How many planets? There are eight planets in our solar system. I know that, but like in the universe. In the universe. Come on. This can't be that hard. Let's see. Okay, this is how many planets there are in the fucking universe. There are seven hundred quintillion planets i have never said the word quintillion in my life and i just nailed it okay 
there are 7,000 quintillion planets. And you're going to tell me that our fucking planet, you're going to tell me that there is only a 1 in 700,000 quintillion planets. There's only one planet that can sustain life in a bag of dicks. There are life in other planets. And, you know, and there has to be at least a 1 in 700 quintillion chance that... That that out of the you know, out of the amount of planets that can sustain life, one of those lives are better than us, and they have mastered maybe time travel, space travel. There are definitely aliens. Fuck off. There are one hundred percent aliens. Eat a bag of dicks. No one can say the contrary. There are aliens. Now, I'm not concerned if there are aliens or not aliens because there are aliens. My concern is I just hope that they're hot. I just hope. That they are appetizing to human sexuality. That's what. <laughs> you know, I just hope that we find them attractive. I hope that they have some sort of meat bags that we like squeezing. You know, <laughs> I hope they have nipples. I hope. I hope that they do have like orifices. I, I like. I hope that their genitalia is different. But not so different that it freaks me the fuck out, dude. Like, I'm not talking about tentacles or like, you know. I'm just saying, I just hope that they have a different shaped hole that feels similar or better than pussy. That's all I'm saying. Fuck it. Give them two arms, two legs, a head, and some interesting different genitalia. That's all I want. That's all I want. (laughs) Let's spice things up, dude. Because, and I guess part of my whole existentialism, my whole existential rant from the start, my whole problem is that I guess I'm just bored. I've been bored this whole year. You know, I'm, I think I'm going to close it here. I've been bored this whole year. And I've just, you know, the one thing that added, added true, real spice and meaning into my life, which was stand-up comedy, is gone. You know. And this whole year, I've been, like, confronted with a lot of different problems, with a lot of different issues that I've had to overcome, which, which is, like, you know, I got into, like, a which a, a, a car accident that was possibly fatal. Um, You know, I was, I was a whole year without a car, without a vehicle, depending on my mother. Still depending on my mom and my mom's house, so I guess that kind of sucks. I'm 24. That kind of realization kind of fucked me up. What else? I've been a year without stand-up. And, like, the weight of that has finally fell upon me, you know, because I haven't been, like, preoccupied with the fact, like, oh, my God, I don't have a car. Oh, my God, I'm, 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 I'm trapped in working at Starbucks. Like, that hasn't been, you know, my I, – I haven't been dealing with that. So now I've just had all this time to myself. I've had all this time to myself. And I've just really realized that that spark, dude, that spice that my life had, it's just not there. It's gone. So. I guess I just want something different. I hate the monotony of life. And I've noticed that this has been a constant theme of in constant in a constant state of annoyance podcast. I guess, you know, and I and I and I used to get annoyed, but you know, it was just fun annoyance, dude, to just see all the different variables in life and see how, you know, just look at people, people watch, observe, you know, the pattern of life. But now it's just it's all stagnant and boring, dude. You know? It's boring. And I, you know, so uh, just in a in a cheap attempt to spice up my life, I've been eating ass. I've been eating ass, and 
still nothing. The void's still there. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that I challenged my immune system and I'm okay. I'm completely healthy. I'm glad that I, uh, I didn't wake up the other day, you know, with my eye, eyelids encrusted, sealed, encrusted shut, you know, with <laughs> what's that thing called, dude, when you fucking get E. coli in your eyeball, is that what it is, dude, that, I'm glad I didn't get that, <laughs> you know, I'm glad my eyeball's not irritated, but I don't know, I mean, that's just the one attempt I've had to spice up my life, and just nothing, dude, and I think that's just what it is, dude. And now my, you know, what my brain's saying is like, well, you know, most, I guess the most spiced up area of my life now is like making sketches that like, you know, get 25 likes or eating ass. And I guess seeing that this is what my life is, uh, I guess makes me realize that I have a lot to think about, <laughs> you know, and I don't know if the people that are listening, you know, the, the excitement of your life has gone down drastically. You know, it's just not, nothing's the same. And, you know, a year, year has passed and now you have a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that the people that are, that have listened to this podcast have done or haven't done anything, but you know, I guess it's nice to just take a look at your life, you know, analyze 2020 and I'm still trying to decompress wherever the fuck 2020 was and just see how it could be better now under these circumstances. I think that's all it is, dude. Just me truly understanding okay dude like this is long-term COVID, dude like you know the game that i was previously playing a year ago well it was a game that i was enjoying is unplayable and now i have to like fully embrace that idea and just try to do something else i guess i guess it's just that dude just try to find excitement in different areas of my life in a different way don't know how don't know what it is but eating ass ain't it <laughs> <laughs> you know so i don't know i mean look I, I don't know i've just been so existential i'm sorry for about this one i've just i don't know i've, I've attempted to, to do this podcast i haven't been okay I, i've attempted to do this podcast yesterday i tried like seven times i set up the whole equipment dude i tried legitly tried and I, I i couldn't get anything so yeah this is the episode let me look for the inspirational quote of the week but anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is... A room without books is like a body without a soul. This is such a bullshit quote. Go eat a bag of dicks. The guy that said this was Marcus Tullius Cicero. And I'm just guessing, I have no idea who this fuck is, but I, but just by his name alone, he was alive before electricity. Much, he's been dead much, much before the internet, dude. This guy is just, if he was alive today, he would just be another little pest. Another cog in the machine wasting his free time away, scrolling, scrolling, com consuming information and going, oh, at little puppies on TikTok. This guy, oh my God, a, a room without books. Yeah, it's okay. Not every room has to have a book, dude. You know, Jesus fucking Christ. It's like these people that have fucking... 10-year-old magazines, dude, 10-year-old magazines that have been, you know, dampened, 
you know, they have been, they have simply been stewed in this room where most of your farts happen, dude. And obviously that fucking, you know, the fucking fart gas kind of like sticks to the pages a little bit, dude. No one's reading your magazines in your bathroom. Get over yourself just because there isn't a dumb book in your bathroom doesn't mean that it doesn't have soul. But anyways, that's the podcast. I'm sorry for all of the except existentialism guys i just haven't been good dude i haven't been good not every episode i could be fine but that is the podcast and keep on fucking and fucking and fucking dudes okay don't let you're gonna eat ass but enjoy it dude enjoy the journey enjoy the journey of trying to fill in the void by eating ass enjoy the taste of ass enjoy how weird it is and enjoy the goofiness of sex dude but don't use it as a way to hide the void inside of yourself because eating ass is not gonna do it dude it's something else and it's out there but anyways that's the podcast if you enjoy the podcast hey please follow me on social media follow me on instagram facebook follow me on tiktok all that information is on the episode notes or the description if you're watching on YouTube. You can watch this on YouTube. You can watch me be a sad mustachioed fuck on YouTube. Please watch the fucking podcast on YouTube. That helps a lot too. Like the video if you're watching on YouTube. If you also want to help the pod, hey, recommend it to a friend. That helps a lot. And also rate the podcast on iTunes. That is of tremendous help to me. But anyways, that is the podcast, motherfuckers. I'm sorry for being sad. I really am. But anyways, I keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out. I was scared. She was so scared. I thought my dick was coming out of her motherfucking back, and that ain't no goddamn way to happen. You're trying to throw down on some pussy. Let me tell you what happened. How it all happened. I was uh, laying back in bed. She was giving me a little bit of head. Go ahead, baby. Keep on sucking and sucking and sucking. I fucked until the bitch started coming. I stuck it in her ear. Stuck it in her elbow. Put it under her titty. I had no motherfucking pity. Stuck it down her inner thigh. Fucking pity stuck in Santa in a fucking mouth.